Hey everybody, it's the Patreon Marathon. How's everybody doing? Here we are, huh? This is us. You know what I think I'm going to do? I just absolutely had this thought as I hit the record button. I'm going to put this up on the regular feed. I'm going to put this up. Uh, I made that announcement today, and that's what we'll dive into first, obviously, because... uh, Yeah, it's a little bit of a WTF, as the kids call it nowadays. But uh, yeah, I want to explain myself a little bit. And I guess, yeah, it's appropriate to, you know, I didn't make an announcement on Facebook. But, you know, we have a few thousand listeners and only uh, around uh, 1,200 of them are on Facebook. So it is uh, maybe appropriate to say this to everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, The Always Be Booked Cruise podcast will be going on a hiatus. And uh, I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. Um, basically the main reason is because of the landscape that's out there right now, what we're looking at right now, and I'm looking at numbers and I can't tell you, I wish I could sit here and tell you, you know what, this is just the best, uh, business decision that I'm making. I'm going to take some time and we're going to go back circle around, but we don't lie to each other, right? We don't lie. I told you that 16,000 times. We don't lie to each other. And the truth is, yeah, it is a little bit of an emo thing. I think part of what makes me someone you do like to listen to is that I do put my heart on my sleeve a lot of times. And um, yeah, there is a there is a morale issue, I'll say. But again, it does come from rational facts and rational thought. You know, I'll say it like this. Um, you do see people out there that do well on whatever medium it is, whatever podcast, platform, YouTube, whatever it is. People like, and I don't want to call them Johnny-come-latelys, but people who have been doing it much less uh, uh, less of a period of time than I have. And they come on and they burst onto the scene. And you know what I mean? They'll be like collecting all this YouTube money. They'll be like, they never even heard of me. You know what I mean? I go on YouTube regularly. You guys know I love cruise content in all of its forms. And I'll just start seeing these accounts pop up. On YouTube, and it'll be like so and so, the cruise guy, the cruise, not no, the cruise guys, Stuart Sheeran. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about just cruise this, cruise that, you know, cruise lovers. And I look, and it's like twenty thousand views, forty thousand views. You can call it what you want. Is it a little bit of haterade? It's not haterade. It's ra- it's rational thought because I'm like, I do appreciate the audience that I have, and I do appreciate the, um, you know, I do appreciate the loyalty from a lot of the audience that I do have and I and I will say that as we wind things down or at least take a take a little pause I will say I definitely am proud of that and the fact that you know I think I'll match my loyalty as far as my audience up with anybody but again as far as what I, what the goal was or the goal I guess I'm going to say was still pop, potentially could be was to break through was to break through and ideally be in a situation where I am going to make some money. Now, I'll say this. I haven't mastered the robots. I haven't mastered the algorithms. I haven't mastered, you know, I'll, I'll tell you right now, like 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 Doug. Doug Parker is a guy who, aside from putting out top-notch content, and I know you guys hate when I compare, but t- too bad. Uh, <laughs> I uh, He's also uh, completely educated on how to do, you know, all the back end stuff, how to make his show great, and how to make sure it sees the 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 most amount of people possible. I have not gravitated towards that end of it. Of as far as now, again, the, the content is completely different. Granted, yes, it doesn't make sense to compare because it's a completely different show. But also, I haven't spent any money on advertising. I know a lot of people haven't. Uh, I haven't necessarily you know, buried my nose in a book and try to figure out what I need to do and keywords and, you know, SEO and things like that. I haven't done any of that. And that very well could be a possibility as to why I'm still stuck in the mud and it's kind of where I am. But, you know, I haven't. I have not done that. And why haven't I done that? You know, in the past, I've had some distractions. In the past, I've had some other uh, jobs and uh, commitments and responsibilities that kept me from it. Right now, no, I could only tell you this. I don't have the money to go do that. I don't have, there's been no income for four months. That's not a cry me a rivet thing. That's just the reality of it. I can't start, you know, sponsoring my podcast, sponsoring the ads and putting ads on Facebook and trying to target market. And it's, I got to cancel the website. You know, just little by little, I used to cut things. So, 
uh, <clears throat> you know, it's a, this is a week where I had Sherry from Cruise Tips TV on. I'm coming off of a Cruise Radio Rewind show. Uh, and God bless the support that I've gotten from a lot of the people who are heavyweights in the space and things like that. And you look at the numbers, and they're very pedestrian. Now, I also know that that probably would have been tripled had we been in an era where there's more cruising. Uh, I find myself watching less cruise content right now. Why? Because there's no damn cruise ships. I get it. So that's why it's a halt. You know what I mean? So if you want to talk about the halt or the pause or whatever you want to call it, it's because, yes, uh, the material is thin. I don't find myself having as much material to go on. There's there's less cruise news, and anything about about cruise news is going to be regarding coronavirus or you know the return to sale or the cruise halt or the CDC. If I got to say the CDC, the World Health Organization, or uh, CLIA, I'm I'm sick of it. You know what I mean? I'm sick of it, and uh, I don't know. Maybe you are too. Maybe you're not. But the other thing is, yeah, man, I I gotta I have to um, start focusing on things in my life that are going to be career generating. Now, this is, we're coming on, it's crazy. We're coming on four years with this thing. And so I'll say that too. I'll take a step back. You would think that if I'm doing this for four years, right? For the most part, show every week, you know, sometimes there's been some gaps as we know. But um, if you're coming up on four years and you're still where I am, I should have broke, even without the algorithms, without the, you know, uh, SEO, without the putting money behind it. I've been doing this for four years. Most of the people have given me some love as far as the people who are the heavyweights in the space. So the exposure's been there. And uh, I haven't broken. I haven't broken. So if I do come back as far as doing a regular show, that's what I'm going to have to do. That is going to have to be the main thing. Because then I caught myself uh, in a trap. Like Elvis might say, code in a trap. Because, I don't know, I feel like the engagement was more, I feel like it was more enjoyable when I was that crazy cruise guy. When I was out there talking about the crazy stuff I would do on cruises. Now the problem is, that put a lot of people off. But the people who did like it, it's like how I run my bars and restaurants. You know what I mean? The loyalty, as long as you, you know, at Johnny Utah's... <laughs> You, you see, it sounds crazy to say, and I, and this is a different era, you know, we'll talk about my business ventures coming up, but it's a different era. But back then in the mid two thousands, I would say, and as crazy as this would sound, I would say if we're not running 20 people out of here a night because they're offended, we're not doing our jobs. <laughs> And why? Why do I say that? What's the logic behind that? The logic behind that is because, you know what? We're just not going to be like every other bar. And that thing that's going to run, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 people off on a particular night are going to appeal to our base, which is most of the people that are in there that are wide-eyed, open mouth, tongue out of their mouth, not believing what they're hearing on the microphone, what they're seeing on top of the bar. You know, we're pushing the envelope. And the fact that we did get 20 people out of there means that the other 400 people in there are like, holy shit, where did I go? I'm coming back here next week. What are they going to say next? So that was the podcast early, early on. And, you know, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people and there was like, you know, advice and, you know, I agree with the advice. The, the, The advice a lot of times was, you know, you're having fun. It's a little juvenile, you know, it's fine. But if you ever really want to go to another level to be able to make a, a, a real income off of this, you're going to have to go to another level as far as mass market. And you're going to have to turn whatever, you know, subscribers you have or listeners or downloads you have, you're going to have to multiply that by five times. You know what I mean? So I did. I, I went that route. But then when I did go that route, I got, I got the, the numbers went to a certain level and then they got flat. And then I also feel like there wasn't as many emails coming in. There wasn't as much engagement in the, in the ultra lounge. So now I'm caught in the trap. I'm like, what am I doing? And then the quick answer would be, 
be you. Just be you. I know everybody's across the board is going to say that. Tommy, forget about that. Just be you. We listen for you. No, you listen because it's me. You know what I mean? You listen. You happen to whatever I do that strikes a chord in you, you kind of like, you know, you have that thing. You know, like, <clears throat> excuse me. I have um, a bunch of things that I listen to that I know if I put on for a lot of my friends, they'd be like, dude, what are you, what are you, what are, what are you making me listening to? What are you making me listening to? What are we listening to here? You know, I have a little bit of a weirdo gene. And it is, it's a little bit of an oddball weirdo gene that, you know, the things we dive in deep on are the things we dive in deep on, you know? It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a lot like a lot of us. Why we only make up maybe 20% of the population, why we like cruising. All of us. And that's mainstream too. Mainstream cruising. They're oddballs and the fact that, you know, a lot of the regular people, the day walkers that walk around say, who, who goes on cruises? Yeah. People aren't going to get you. You know what I mean? And, but that does create for the environment where the people who do get you really get you. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, when I come back, it'll be different. It'll I'll have to give some real serious thought to to what the direction of the show is going to be, and that's probably a good thing too, and probably just as reason a good a reason for the hiatus as anything else is that I should take a step back and figure out what the hell we're going to do, what we're going to be, and where this is going to go. And yes, don't come back unless you're prepared to fully educate yourself, talking to me, I'm talking to myself here, uh, about what it takes to brand the show, push the show. You know what I mean? You guys, like a lot of you guys like it for whatever reason. I don't know. Not, not enough people do. That's plain and simple, guys. Not enough people do to where, at my age, this is it. You're getting into the point where you got to take a shot at something. This is a nice little hobby. And the difference is now. What will it be now? You guys are going to get the Patreon. If you, if you, if those of you that are Patreon listeners, you're going to hear the Patreon, and ideally, you're going to like it even more. Because I could tell you right now, when I do the Patreon episodes, I do see cruise news, things that come across that I want to talk about on a daily basis when it comes out, but I can't because I know I got to prep it and set it up for the regular show. I don't want to burn real hardcore cruise material for the regular show that's out the window now you know what i mean yeah we'll talk a little corona this will be a variety show like when you turn on the radio in the morning and you put on your favorite morning show and you listen to that talk whether howard stern or boomer carton or the z morning zoo or uh whatever whatever's in your your market and you just want their take on just general stuff that's what i'm going to be now however there will be a hardcore uh, cruising twist to it. So if it's mostly on these shows, these morning shows, it's like, uh, you know, across the board, you know, it's, I guess it's 100%, you know, um, it's 100% variety. Mine will be 50-50. It'll be 50% variety, whatever the heck goes on, and it'll be 50% cruising. So Again, you know, I'm I'm banking on the fact that the Patreon listeners will will stay Patreon listeners because I am going to have a great show and the emails too. I'm gonna from now on, I'm reading emails as they come in. That's it. If there's an email that day, I'm reading it on the Patreon, and that's how it's going to be. If there's cruise news that breaks, it's coming on the Patreon right away. We'll talk the Corona. I'll probably shorten that up because I know a lot of you may be uh, sick of that, but you know, weird shit's happening with the coronavirus now. Things are spiking. So I think it's a worthwhile conversation to have. And uh, it's going to be, honestly, it's going to be a club. It's going to be a secret society. And it's going to be a, a a crew of us that we're going to get it. We're, we're going to get where we come from. And I would expect there to be a lot more activity in the mega loft. I'm going to keep the always be booked uh, cruise and travel lounge that's going to keep going as i pause because i don't always know what i i'm going to call it (laughs) what i renamed it but that's going to continue to go on for the mainstream stuff and the you know quick little hits of things that come out you know you guys talk to each other it's a good forum it's a good community but this show is going to be it's going to be vip it's going to be a vip status and there's going to be a connection with us that is going to be unlike anything we've ever done before on either one of the shows so far 
So I am really pumped about the direction of the show at the Patreon. You know, it's beautiful because I'm not going to have to do a lot of prep. This is going to be a thing where, you know, you know, sometimes the Patreons go from 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Sometimes they're an hour. Sometimes they're more. And that's just going to be the way it stays. It's just going to be whatever is off the off the top of the head. But I would say there's going to be a little bit more substance to the Patreons. You could expect that because and and in cruising substance too. You guys know the other day I got jumped on and just talk about. I talked about a YouTube video I saw about a guy who landed a plane and he wasn't even a real pilot yet. So there'll be some of that, but. Every show is going to touch on cruising. Every show is going to be a little bit hardcore. But then, you know, those of you who are listening now, if I do end up posting this to the regular feed, um, which I will, I will. I'll put this will be on the regular feed. Uh, those of you who are listening now, you're going to get that stuff. Whatever you've been missing as far as the regular show is the wackiness, the quirkiness, the, you know, talking about who the hell knows what, off topic stuff, you're going to get that. You know what I mean? There's going to be tons of you out there who are just in it for the crew stuff. It's not for you. No, you're not. If you're hardcore and you want 90 minutes of cruise material every single episode, I'm telling you right now, don't 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 waste your $5 a month. Uh, you know, wait till the other show comes back, providing that happens. Uh, I'm going to tell you, if you have any curiosity to it, I would say give it a try. You know what I mean? It's $5 a month. You could sign up. You can cancel anytime. If it's something that keeps you going and keeps your interest, maybe you give it another month. You listen to it's $5. It's not like you're having to commit for the whole year. Nobody wants any money up front. And it is what it is. But, you know, that's up to you. Uh, but I did want to, and you 100% deserved an explanation as to why this is happening and why we're taking a break from the show right now. So main reasons recapping is that numbers are down, especially off a good week of appearances on other shows and having a great guest with Sherry. It just doesn't seem like the, the you know, it's there. Uh, B, I got to get my act together as far as getting into something where I am going to uh, be able to make an income somehow, one way or another. And, you know, the hours that I am putting into this after four years, four years in, is not putting out the return that would be necessary for a person of my age. This is not. I can't live my life with a with a hobby, and have this hobby taking up so much time while I just you know don't have any other sources of income and pissing through whatever's left of whatever money I do have. So I have to refocus. And I don't want to use the word grow up, but yeah, grow up. Be responsible. Realize if it's a hobby, it's a hobby. But the beauty of this show is that there's not going to be uh, necessary prep time. I can tell you right now, on the regular show, I put in more time on the regular show with prep, with editing, with you know going through emails and uh, erasing and finding guests and whatever else I'm doing, research, uh, writing out, writing out news. And I put more time into that show in that one hour and a half a week than I did to all the Patreons the whole week. So this is going to be it, man. It's going to be a cool little stream of consciousness, and I think it's worth it definitely giving it a shot. It's, again, it's $5. If you do it for $5 right now, you'll, I mean, right now the advantage of doing it is if you pay $5, you get every show that comes up, and you get all the back episodes. You get everything, including the lawsuit episode. I didn't freaking, (laughs) I talked about how I got sued by 50 women. And told that story in detail. I was supposed to erase it. I just didn't get around to erasing it. I, I haven't erased it. It's still it's still up there. I think it's May 4th. Uh, I think somebody said it was May 4th. Um, and then you get all those back episodes. And then you get all the episodes that are current, concurrent, going in for the rest of the month. And then you can cancel if you don't like it. If it's not worth it, just scrap it. You you you, you spend $5 on close to freaking 300 episodes. You know what I mean? Then you scrap it if you don't like it. But don't scrap it. Hang in there. Either way, whatever. This is not ending up supposed to be an infomercial, but I guess it always does, right? Who am I kidding? It's just going to be me trying to sell you on the Patreon. Um, But I think we're going to have a good time here. I think this is going to be very, very refreshing. I think I'm going to definitely get back hardcore to a lot of the stuff and just speak a little bit more freely than I've ever have. I think we are going to be informative. You know, again, we will have guests on, you know, the people that you know and love, you know, that you've heard of. We'll continue to go that route. And, uh, you know, it's uncensored back here. 
it's a club it's it's vip you know what i mean you get you get you get a you get a view of some stuff that you don't otherwise normal normally get all right but let's talk about a few other things so personally with me myself um i got a decision to make a quick decision to make uh they they accepted an offer that i put in on this project that i want to do regarding a uh, bar pub kitchen whatever and I wasn't expecting them to accept what I threw out there. I expected a couple more weeks of negotiation. Uh, but uh offer sheet came through, and it was like, yeah, sign here. You put some money in escrow, and then you're ready to go. Now, I don't have... <laughs> I don't have the money that I said that we should have to put in right away. Um, I wasn't thinking it was going to have to happen that soon, which is fine. So I got to make a decision over the next day or two whether or not I really like this place as much as I do. And then I have to put my terms, got to talk to the landlord, have a conversation with the landlord. who's, And that's the separate. That's the real estate end of it. This is not a real estate sale. So I will be renting the space. And then the owner of the business just owns the right to operate a business on this. And that's where I'm buying this business from. So it's two separate entities there. So I got to decide what this is going to be, what we're going to do. And, um, you know, come up with a concept I gotta get there I gotta take a bunch of pictures and then I gotta spend the day putting together a presentation uh, ideally it's a fairly short presentation 10 minutes or less you know how difficult that's gonna be for me to do but uh, and then I gotta start shopping it and seeing if this is a reality see if I could put together enough it's not an insurmountable amount of money you know what I mean uh, so again going there tomorrow i gotta go there tomorrow i gotta check this place out i gotta look at it i gotta feel i gotta sit in the parking lot like a creep i gotta lurk i gotta walk around the area i gotta check into it i gotta go online do some research because i was tipped off on some stuff that's going in up in that area the next year or so that'll change the whole landscape of the of the district so i gotta do that and then i have to come up with a concept then i gotta talk to the landlord come up with a presentation and then start fundraising I got to go hard on that. And you know what? That's kind of exciting. It's an exciting It's an exciting thing. It's an exciting proposition for me to begin. And uh, it is. It will be very, very nice to wake up again at a decent hour, readjust my hours of sleep, and go hard and go in and assault a project that I know I can make work, um, you know, with the right mix of help, intensity, creativity, talent, all that stuff. So I will definitely keep you posted on that. We will talk a little Corona right now just because it is what it is. And, you know, we did take a break the other day from it because it just, it does get depressing. But again, let's just run through it really, really quick. Uh, we're talking coronavirus and, you know, we'll just talk USA because, uh, well, yeah, we're talking USA. Um Worldwide cases are approaching 10 million. But uh, as far as USA goes, and we always talk about the deaths, and we talk about now, we talk about the new cases because of the fact that it's just, you know, starting to get another spike again. So USA, death-wise, this is what's going on, man. It really is hanging in there. I do not know when these, when this, I guess, uh, onslaught of new cases is supposed to materialize because we're up to about close to two weeks now okay the spike started to grow close to two weeks now and we really have not seen any significant increase in deaths yet now i don't know is that the timing does that timing work out where if it was going to start it would have started already because you know a few different things now there's another thing that i heard today the treatment is getting better so when you have coronavirus so we know about the first thing the first wave hit us blindsided. We had no idea what the hell was going on, and there was just carnage in the hospitals, in the streets, especially New York. Really, really bad, awful situation. It was a perfect storm. This thing was highly contagious, and it hit us from out of nowhere. Old people, young people, everybody was getting it. We know the median age of people that were getting it were, were high. So that created a lot of deaths. Those people are at risks. This at risk. This time. It seems to be very, very contagious, and the new cases seem to be approaching a level almost from that first run, except the median age is low to mid-30s, which increases the survivability, so you don't know. Now, I fully expect these deaths to go up, okay? Even though we've been in this for two weeks now, 
it's starting to really go up now. Uh, but the good news is, is that the deaths are not expected to approach what they did the first time because of the fact that many of the people at risk are not blindsided this time, right? They knew to stay in, at least a good portion of them by percentage, they knew to stay inside. Where we're at right now, today, USA total, 663 new deaths, and this is just a streak we've had because I've been talking about this for a long time on the Patreon, and we were dealing with a lot of situations where the numbers would be up over 1,000. Yeah, we'd get that occasional day where it was in the 800s and then 700, but then it would shoot up to 1,500. Then then it would go to 300, then it would go to 900, then it would go back up to 1,300. What I was looking for for a long time was when is it going to stay in the three digits? And... We're going on almost two weeks now, and we have have a streak now, staying in the two digits. I mean, three digits. So yesterday, the deaths were 663, as opposed to two days before that, uh, two days ago, 653. So based on what we've seen over the course of the last few months, these numbers are not bad at all, the death rate. Now, you know how the progression goes. People are in the hospital now. You know the hospitals are filling up. So what will that mean for the death rate over the next week or two or three or whatever it is? Let's look at some of the problem states, which is a whole different ball game than what we used to just concentrate on the big three, which are the new ones that are having the spike, and that was Florida, Texas, and California. Okay? We got new people to that party, unfortunately. We always talk about New York first because that was always the epicenter. And they've been doing well. And you got to say that with a very, very cautiously optimistic demeanor because of the fact that if New York starts to open up, there's going to be a lot of cases only because of the concentrated amount of people. Everybody is elbow to elbow in New York all the time. So if people let up in New York, you're going to see a rash of new cases there. Right now, they're hanging in there. 933 new cases, 48 deaths today. A far cry. From when it was two thousands of people dying every day in New York. So they bounced back very, very well. New Jersey was pretty much in the same boat as New York on a smaller scale because it's a smaller state, less population. 413 new cases, very good. 45 new deaths, good number. Um, And then now you go to the problem, the original three problems. California, okay? 5,619 new cases. Okay? I'll repeat that. New Jersey is 413 new cases. And this is what was going on because you guys don't hear this every day on the regular show. We talk about this every day. And uh, this has been going on for a while. Every single state has been in those three-digit numbers. Very, very controllable amount of new cases. And the last week or two week or so California, Florida and Texas have been skyrocketing increasing i was alarmed when they were at 2000 you see in all these other states 4000 400 300 900 800 600 100 200 and then you got California at 2000 uh-oh Texas at 2500 uh-oh Florida at 1800 uh-oh was no i was freaking out about that cuz they were just so disproportionately high in terms of new cases and a lot of people say well it's cuz more testing new testing maybe but is that the only place the new testing is going on to that level is is California Florida and uh and 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 Texas blowing pe- the other states away in testing that much really I don't know. Maybe, maybe. And again, we're not talking politics here. You know, this to me, the biggest crime this ever happened. It's the most ridiculous thing that ever happened is this thing became political. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just, I just won't allow it to. So, where we're at is now California. Like I just said, five thousand six hundred and nineteen new cases, but. 63 deaths, very manageable number. Texas, 5,614, almost identical, but only 33 deaths. You know, and I do understand that 5614 does not relate to the today's deaths. I realize that. You know what I mean? But we've been having these 33 deaths, 15 deaths, 44 deaths. Texas has been doing pretty good as far as the death rate for for a very long time, and this has been going on for a few weeks now 
where they've been in the thousands in new cases and they're still hanging in there with a very low death rate. Again, when does that when does when does that 5614 come home to roost and reflect in deaths? Not sure yet, but we will see. Now here's the real problem. Florida. Okay, and Florida was 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 for a, for a, a bunch of days lagging behind. It was almost like Texas and California were the main culprits. They were like, you know, 3,000, 3,500. Florida was in the in the mid twos. Florida decides, hold my beer, 8,942 new cases yesterday, but only 37 deaths. Okay? Again, just, I, I understand those the two numbers don't relate to each other at this point. That those 37 deaths, the death rate for this day is going to be between two to four weeks from today. I do know that. So it will be interesting. It's two sides out there right now. There are people out there freaking out, saying this is crazy. Uh, We have to almost shut down again. Everybody's got to wear a mask. Don't touch me. Social distance. All that hardcore. And then you have the other people like, don't you see it? You're being duped. You're being scammed. This is a this is a scam to make sure Trump doesn't get reelected again. And you're a sheep if you believe it. Okay. So there's the two theories of it. And here comes me, just like always, right down the middle. Of course, the media is overblowing this. Of course, the media is putting a bunch of stuff out there that they know will sell ads for them. They could extend the story, and who knows? Maybe there is something to the fact that they they wanted to fall in Trump, so they don't get the maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, but it is to be taken seriously, guys. If Florida has eight thousand nine hundred and forty-two people that got tested and found out they had it today, come on, man, come on. We got an issue, and total deaths in the United States of America right now. 127,640. So what do you want to tell me? What do you what do you want to tell me that you know what? Uh those numbers are fake. You know how many people die of the flu? Okay. How many people what's the most people die in the flu? 50,000 in a year? Minus it. You still got 77,000 people who died from coronavirus. And yes, chances are you'll be fine if you get it. Except if you won't. It's going to work out. We're going to get through this. It's going to be fine, except for those who don't. And uh, I don't know. Those of you who have, those of you who are chest pounding and thinking this thing doesn't really pose a real threat, uh, I hope you're right. I'm with you. I hope, I hope, I hope you are right. And I also hope that, you know, it doesn't touch you in the way. It seems like a lot of times the people who are really taking this serious have seen it. And you know what? Maybe it does. Here's the other thing, too. And I'm not trying to. I'm in the middle, guys. I'm in the middle. I promise. How about it doesn't kill you, right? How about it does not kill you? But how many people does it put in the hospital? So you get this coronavirus and you're like, okay, you know what? A lot of people get it. No big deal. I got the sniffles. I got the cough, whatever. No problem. It starts to progress. You know what I mean? Starts to not feel good. You know, what if you're not one of the ones that die, but what if you get critical? What if you say, okay, day nine, okay, I can't breathe today. Uh, You know, it's really, I really feel not good. I think I better go into the hospital. You don't know if you're coming out. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is, what do you feel good about? You feel good about that? Okay, the people who are in perfect health, which how many of us are freaking all, there's nothing. Nobody's at risk for anything. We're, cru- we're cruisers here. You know what I mean? There's very few of us that are perfectly clean bill of health. Uh, the fact that it's only going to take out people with pre-existing conditions. Uh, people say it all the time too. It's only if you have a pre-existing condition. Yeah, but those people with the pre-existing conditions would have lived with those pre-existing conditions for another 40 years. Yeah, they may have had to eventually get on medication. Maybe they wouldn't have long- lived as long as- quite as long as they would have, but they would have been okay. People are dying from this thing, guys. And just because they have a pre-existing condition, you can't say, well, you know what? They got coronavirus. That's because they had a pre-existing condition. Does that, that makes you feel better? They weren't dying from that pre-existing condition. So, yeah, to me, 
they died from coronavirus and it doesn't make me feel any better that they may have had something that put them at risk okay so then uh all right we'll stop talking about this stuff now but i did want to touch on a couple of other states that flew through the roof it used to just be those three that were the new problems but now you're looking at as far as new cases georgia rejoined the party with 1900 new cases arizona is quickly becoming a new star uh, a rising star in the new cases 3428 uh, north carolina 1695 louisiana 1310 ohio 1002 tennessee 1410 south carolina 1313 so yeah there's across across the country everybody's getting banged with this thing again you know and again, like I said, it may be okay because I know that was expected as we reopen. But it to me, it's worth keeping a uh, keeping an eye on because we just want to make sure everything uh, everything's all right. All right, let's get into some cruise stuff. Carnival is raising more cash, uh, short term loan. Okay, so Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian. We've all heard and talked and listened and followed along with how much money. They have been raising, whether they're borrowing from the bank, whether they're selling you new stock, or they're handing over 10% of their company to uh, the uh, Saudi Arabians. It could be anything. They're all refinancing their, their debt. It could be anything. But Carnival Corporation is continuously going in. Uh, Carnival Corporation today announced the pricing of Carnival Corporation's first Priority Senior Secured Term Loan Facility consisting of a $1,860 million tranche. Tranche? Tranche? <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about here. I didn't read this article uh, first. But basically, Carnival took out another $1,860 million and uh, they need it. You know what I mean? This is uh, a crazy thing that we're talking about. As far as when you think we're going back to see, I don't know. The new date, as we know, September 15th. I am hoping upon hope that there will be something sailing the day that that thing is lifted. Uh, but we all have to see. It is a little bit of a cry, a boy who cried wolf thing right now, right? We don't know. It's like, did this, uh, you know... Is this is this something that's they're just going to keep extending? Is this something that they're going to continue to put off? And will it be? Everybody's kind of like you're hearing that more and more. The people who are saying, "Will this last through the year?" And the more money that's being uh, you know borrowed, the more liquidity that's being secured by every cruise line seems to be all in the direction of I don't know pessimism. We're keeping it real here, guys. That's all we could say. Uh, here's an interesting one. People spent thousands, okay, cruisers, or maybe casuals, maybe not necessarily hardcore cruisers, but to go on a cruise with Glenn Beck. Do you know who Glenn Beck is? He's the uh, conservative uh, talk show host. Now they can't get their money back. Customers and conservative media fans have spent months in limbo after a planned cruise through history was scuttled by the coronavirus. Uh this is a interview. This is an article from BuzzFeed. Last June, Jeff and Jennifer Welliver heard about a cruise around the Mediterranean to be hosted by a conservative radio host named Glenn Beck and featuring other right-wing luminaries like Bill O'Reilly. Jeff is a 68, a retired pharmacist, and, and Jennifer, 66, had never been on a cruise before. But they're conservatives, and this was Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly. They were sponsoring it, and we thought they thought it would be a real nice thing to be around like-minded people and not have to worry about political conversations or any innuendos this was going to be our big fling jeff said and then it turned out to be a nightmare uh the wellivers are among the roughly 2,000 people who registered for beck's cruise through history that was scheduled to take place this spring the cruise was going to stop in italy and this is i guess when i say this spring this is uh, this past spring. Uh, the cruise was to stop in Italy, Croatia, Israel, and Greece, and with tours along the way. 
He continues, what better way could there be able to let your family embrace the faith, culture, and values that you cherish than to let them experience it for themselves in the places where it actually happened, Jerusalem, Athens, or Venice, reads the website for the cruise. Uh, Guests were told to disembark from Venice on March 25th, and the cruise would return on April 5th. The ship Uh, Costa Cruise Line's Costa Luminosa had space for 2,260 guests and every creature comfort imaginable. The most basic cabins started at 5,395 with airfare going for up to 9,000 with airfare. I'm sorry, 5,395 with airfare and it would go up to 9,395 for a grand suite. Guests could pay an extra $4,999 per person for the Inner Circle package with access to a cocktail hour with Beck and other hosts, exclusive onstage access to a show with Beck and O'Reilly, and two nights dining with uh, Glenn Beck. But the cruise is now indefinitely postponed because of the coronavirus, and the people who booked it say they've been unable to get their money back even while other cruise customers around the world have been refunded for virus-impeded trips. Multiple passengers told BuzzFeed News that they had begged Cruise Builder, the Utah-based travel agency that handled the bookings, to give them information as far back as February when the coronavirus outbreak in Italy was becoming severe and as cruise ships were in the news as major vectors of the virus. But they've struggled to get a clear answer on what was to become of the cruise. They've since been left in limbo as the company insists the cruise is not canceled, but only postponed to sometime in late fall or next spring. And thus refunds aren't available. Okay, so this travel agent went out there. They took a shot. They booked this cruise, a pretty much a full charter for all, for all intensive purposes. And uh, the cruise is postponed. So now... <laughs> This is tough. He's holding on to the money or, yeah, I guess he's holding on to the money or the cruise is paid for based on the fact that this cruise is going to go on. They just don't know when. But you don't take into the consideration that they may not be able to get time off for when that cruise is going to be rescheduled. Insane. A Facebook group set up by the company to discuss the cruise has become a hotbed of discontent as angry customers have demanded answers. And through it all, Beck has remained almost totally silent about the cruise apart from a short video message in March until BuzzFeed News reached out to his spokesperson this week. This is funny. You know what this is sounding like? This is sounding like a right-wing conservative version of Firefest from from the, uh, remember that Netflix show with the kid who threw that party in the Bahamas and it became a complete disaster and the tents got rained on and he ended up going to jail for it? All right, so we have a, uh, a quote from a spokesperson from, from Beck, uh, Glenn Beck, and he says, My position is that anyone who wants a refund in these uncertain times should receive one, and I've strongly encouraged the cruise line, airlines, and the hotels to accommodate. Beck said in an email statement on Thursday, I look forward to going on this cruise throughout history when the circumstances surrounding this global pandemic will allow us to do so. The Wellivers, the couple who is going on the ship or planning on going on the ship, who are from Mont- Montoursville, Mont- Montoursville, Montoursville, Pennsylvania, spent over $10,000 on their cruise. After weeks of haggling with anyone he could think of, including complaining to the Utah and Pennsylvania Attorney General, the Better Business Bureau, Bureau and Cruise Builder, Jeff finally got the couple's credit card company to give them a temporary credit for the bulk of the expenses, though he said they are waiting for a final ruling. Others are in even worse position. Some couples spent up to $20,000 or more on the postponed trip. Uh, Beth Wolak and her husband, Stephen, 67 years old and 70 years old, from Willow Springs, North Carolina, had fully paid for their cruise by November 30th last year. But when the news of the coronavirus made them nervous about what was going to happen with the trip, Beth began emailing the travel agency. She says, we are booked on the Glenn Beck cruise, but are concerned about our safety from the coronavirus. The Wolaks wrote to Cruise Builder customer support on February 20th. What have you been instructed to tell customers? What is the time limit to cancel and get a full refund if we decide to go that way? 
please be honest. A customer support representative replied saying the company was taking precautions and that the trip was moving forward. I understand your concern and we are doing everything we can. Your trip is important to us. In saying that, you are welcome to cancel, but there will be no refund at this time. Woo! Playing hardball. So they were basically saying, you know, all sales final on this in the middle of a pandemic. It just does get a little trickier when you're dealing with a third party. And that's this travel agency uh, called, um, what are they called? Uh, Cruise Builder. All right. Finally, in March, the travel agency announced the trip would be rescheduled, but this wasn't going to work for the Wolocks. Beth needed back surgery, which she had in April, and is still recovering from. On April 27th, the Wolocks emailed Cruise Builder again asking for a refund. That money was very hard to save, but we were willing to spend it on the trip of a lifetime, but now we need it for medical issues. Cruise Builder again declined to issue a refund, saying that the money had already been spent on vendors for the cruise. As of now, we are unable to issue any refunds simply because we have already used the money you paid for everything in your cruise package, the customer support representative wrote. The Wolaks have now hired a lawyer who sent a letter to Cruise Builder demanding their refund within 14 to 16 days on June 16th. Despite Cruise Builder's insistence that the cruise has only been postponed, not canceled, the cruise line itself referred to the situation as a cancellation in an automated email to the Wellivers on March 11th. Oh, see, that's a, see, they screwed up. It's a language issue right there. They put the wrong word in. We write to inform you that due to the cancellation, yeah, that's where you screwed up, cruise builder, of your cruise, all related optional bookings made on my Costa have also been canceled. Costa Cruise Lines wrote, Costa Cruise Lines did not comment on the customer complaints about the trip, but in a comment responding to the customer seeking answers on their cruise Facebook group last week, Cruise Builder wrote that the company had not received its money back from the cruise line and that it was looking at two potential new dates for the cruise, one in the last quarter of this year and one next spring. Um, this is a long article. <laughs> I'll skip to the end. It's unclear how many people are demanding their money back, and there are indications that some interest in the trip continues. Apart from the Glenn Beck Cruise Through History Book Club Facebook group, which now features weekly complaints from disgruntled passengers, a separate group has sprung up for... Only those who are going on Glenn's cruise. If you have decided you cannot go forward and commit to the new dates, please, no angry, disrespectful commentary will be allowed. Comments will be deleted and you will be blocked from this page. We want to keep the excitement of the cruise to continue. Even people who bought travel insurance have found that their policies don't cover this situation. Since Cruise Builder is continuing to say that the trip is not canceled, merely postponed. Um... And then that's it. That's pretty much it. So it's almost is a end quote on this. Uh, this is this is just still a continuing ongoing thing. You have four different parties involved here. You have Costa Cruise Lines. You have Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly. You have Cruise Builder, which is the travel agency, and then you have the general public. So this is like a, a little bit of a nightmare, and it's probably a learning experience from all involved as far as travel agents, uh, anybody looking at I mean, it's a great idea in theory, right? You may or may not like conservative talk radio, but there's thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people who do. So they're thinking, okay, we can get like-minded people to jump on this paradise vacation we pay a little scratch to bill o'reilly and then we orchestrate this whole thing but who would have thought a global pandemic would hit and now they're in a position but what if there wasn't a global pandemic i wonder what the cancellation policy would have been now when you give money and you sign up for these cruises i would imagine whatever legal consultation that they got is probably just going to check out and see what the contract said right it's good you know you the cancellation issues. Usually, it's you can get most of your money back, maybe not your deposit, but most of your money back before the 90-day period. Here, what is that 90-day period? Are they considering that 90-day period to be, before, you know, as of when that cruise was supposed to sail? 
because they certainly can't apply that 90-day period to the future date of the cruise because that date is not established yet. So I could see how so many people might be up in arms. But then I think it is funny that you do have the hardcores. The hardcores who went up and, and started a separate Facebook group and said, listen, assholes, we're going on this thing no matter what. We love us some Glenn Beck. So we're going on this cruise no matter when they tell us we're going. Probably because they're retired. But uh, they don't want to hear any negativity. And I understand that too. You know what I mean? You're all pumped up for your cruise. You're ready to go. This is it's it's not been without issue. And there's probably some frustration and some disappointment on their part. But at the end of the day, they still want their cruise and they're gonna go on their cruise. And you know what? You may want your money back. That's for that other group over there. But uh, I'm actually interested now. I'm kind of invested to see how this fo- uh, f- follows through. I want to see what what uh you know because. This can 100% get legal. I mean, you absolutely are. Un- the eye test, the general public opinion, just on paper, common sense, you are 100%, 100% entitled to a refund. If a cruise gets canceled and they're going to just hold your money because they're going to they're going to reschedule this cruise at a date that may or may not work for you? You're going to hold them money regardless of whether or not they... No, that's no good. And I don't know what it says in that contract. But it would have to be a pretty ironclad contract to, uh, I would think, to get a favorable ruling to why you're going to hold their money. All right, that's about it. This is what we do. This was a little bit of a, um, I guess, maybe elongated one. Uh, we don't always read directly from articles we talked corona we talked a little bit longer about corona than we normally do today only because there's just some new developments today and i guess it also is appropriate to i guess since this is going to be the last episode of the always be booked cruise podcast at least for a while uh i want to thank everybody and this really has been a very very rewarding part of my life or a very rewarding portion of my life and i'm not saying it's over i'm not saying it's done just very very likely we'll be back but um well, you never know what the hell's gonna happen out there <laughs> or when so so just for now i just want you guys to know that uh again from a, from just a rewarding standpoint and just from a really kind of fulfilling standpoint this has been one of been one of the coolest things i've ever done is to be able to flip on a microphone and while we never necessarily broke through to the masses and you know became the uh you know the 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 godfather of cruising uh you know it 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 really is humbling and enjoyable and so so i guess uh it gives you a warm feeling to know that a, a few thousand people every week would listen and tune in to see what we had to say here just by turning on the microphone uh when we when i started this in orlando i remember sitting at the pool it was a much different time a much different situation well it's amazing what changes in three and a half years but uh i remember going by the pool and open up a notebook and just working titles what is it oh be booked always always be booked uh get booked uh, just working titles and landing would always be booked and writing some show notes down and uh you know eventually making some headway carving out my little niche in this whole cruise space that is out there and i've had the time of my life interacting with you guys talking to you guys and 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 knowing when you guys one of my best my best thing my funnest thing that i would get out of any of this was waking up the next day and seeing somebody in the lounge or the loft quoting something that they thought that was funny in the show or reacting to something that you know somebody in australia heard me talk about you know peeing in a pool (laughs) whatever it is and they're gonna break my chops about it or just you know it it was really cool it was really cool just kind of branching out and having a voice that got heard in many homes and cars and headphones throughout the world for uh, for however long it was. And it me- me- meant a lot. Really, really meant a lot. And again, we're not stopping. You guys want to continue on with this party. We'll be here every 
damn day. And again, I don't know what you thought of the show today. They're all different. They're they're all different. They're all off the off the wall. I, I I felt like I maybe had to do a little bit more on this show because this was a little bit of a swan song for the time being. But uh, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. This is this is them coming at you every day. Normally, this is like I said. Normally, there's a lot of times the show is a half hour, and we kind of skim through a lot of things a little quicker. But uh, this is what it is, guys. If you want to be a part of this, continue on. Be part of the VIP experience, the Super Cone experience. P a t r e o n dot com slash always be booked. One last time, thank you, thank you, thank you. you guys are the freaking best. Seriously. Boat drinks, cones. Well, I see the souls of so many friends. And I see a song back here again. With sandy floors and ceiling fans. A Rastafarian one-man band with songs that fill my memories like a tip jar. Yeah, that's what I see when I see this bar. And I see tourists at Christmas time. I taste beers with a hint of lime I feel lonely cause it's not the same Different faces and different names Living like pirates out among the stars Yeah, that's what I see When I see this bar Pieces of our past slowly slip away But time just stands still when I walk in this place I see a kid coming into his own It's always near 